Dadia Hao. Welcome to Afternoon at Us, where two Asian K-drama fans, Sarah and Grace, ask and hopefully answer all of our drama-related questions. We also share Korean and Chinese language tips, as well as our experiences as diaspora Asians living in the UK and US. Join us as we delve into the details and context of the dramas we all love. Hi everyone, welcome to our latest episode of Afternoon at Us. And we are super excited today because we have, from our sister podcast, Leah from Afternoon Delight with us. Welcome, Leah. Yay, welcome. I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) So are we. Um, So Leah is with us to chat through her uh, recent trip to Seoul, her, her first ever visit to South Korea, and we, and I'm sure our listeners, want to hear all about it. Um, Leah is also covering the BTS parts of the trip with her other podcast um, on our other sister pod, Afternoon Army. Um, Leah, do you want to tell our listeners about Afternoon Army a little bit like, and, and give us a little teaser about that episode? Yes, and that is a good reminder <laughs> to do that episode. So, um, <laughs> Afternoon Army is another podcast kind of in our greater network ecosystem of Studio Afterglow that we all podcast under. And Afternoon Army um, basically started as an offshoot from K Drama because, um, you know, I got invested in K Drama with my co host. We started a podcast. And then, as uh, about a year in, um, I had kind of a complete conversion into um, BTS and ARMY, the BTS fandom. And so through being like kind of having that obsessive behavior tendencies to myself, I guess, um, I like went all in and I was able to drag some other folks that were like listening to K-Dra- uh, the K-Drama podcast with me. And we founded Afternoon Army, which is a place uh, to podcast on all things BTS related, but for um, for more mature fans. So the premise is uh, thinky, 30 and over uh, thinky, thirsty and over 30. So the idea I love your tagline. (laughs) Yeah, we like to, you know, we like to talk about cute boys, but we like to talk about a lot of like the bigger context to the music and to art and creation and then, um, yeah, you don't have to be over 30 to listen to it, but it's just a place for people to feel a little bit more like they have a space to belong. Cause sometimes I think within fandoms, you can feel like you age out and we, we certainly don't agree mm. with that idea. Right. Right. Awesome. Right. So your trip to Seoul, could you tell us all about how it came about? Um, because I, I don't think it was in the cards, right? Like this time last year. Um, and who did you go with? Yeah, so I absolutely chalk this up to pure manifestation, (laughs) which (laughs) at the beginning of last year, I did. Uh, At the beginning of 2023, I sat down and I wrote out some goals that I wanted to have for the year and essentially was like, I am going to speak these into being and and I don't need to know how it's going to happen. I just need to know I want it to happen and I'm just going to be open to however that's going to come. And I really, I went full woo-woo. Believe it or not, I don't mind, but like that was what I decided was going to work for me. And one of the things I wrote down was I'm going to go to um, Seoul this year. So I've never been to Asia full stop. I've actually been to every other co- uh, continent, including Antarctica, but I had not gone to wow. Asia. And wow, so, I didn't know that. yeah. And one of the um, things with um, 
wanting to go besides the fact that I've gotten really invested in K-drama and then with that like mm -hmm. you know being more curious about the culture and you know just kind of the experience of going and like you know having a trip um, my daughter in the pandemic start studying Korean for fun and she's a, almost three years into doing it about two times a week so I wow. thought it would be also like a pretty great experiential uh trip for her to go and have some practice because she's been working with the same tutor who's based in um Jeju Island for the whole time and so I just thought that would be a cool opportunity so I was oh, like I don't know wow. how I don't really wow. have the money right now like to do this so we'll just see mm -hmm. and I kid you not three weeks after I wrote this down and thought about it every single day, I got a call from my parents and they were like, we found a really great deal to South Korea in the fall. And we would just really love to take you and your daughter, like my daughter Bronte with us. And yes. I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you universe. <laughs> this is what I will do. So, um, yeah. So Amazing. what happened was uh, my parents in their generosity found, I mean, it was a, it was a screaming deal, I will say, but I didn't pay for that screaming deal. So in full disclosure, I think it cost around a um, thousand US dollars for the airfare to Seoul and then um, six nights in a hotel um, that was like literally right at the border of where um, Hanam and Itawan meet. Like it was basically if you took like mm. two steps one direction, you were in Itawan. If you took one step the other direction, you were in um, Hanam. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, Bail. a pretty good deal, even though I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Uh, so you went with you. So you went with your parents and Bronte as well. The four yes. of you. Yeah. And they offered a tour like some tours as part of like this overall package that you could do on the trip. Um, so when we flew in, there was probably about 20 people who had like bought into this trip. Um, the majority of folks were actually um, Korean Americans who had been adopted um, into oh, wow. the US and were going back to do trips with their children. So that oh, was the wow. majority. So there were actually, it was more like family based than like, I was actually picturing kind of more of the, gray nomad like um retiree trips and it was actually <laughs> uh family trips of people going back to like visit visit south korea as um adoptees wow nice. um, and i did not really interesting spend, yeah it is interesting and i spent very little time with them because we actually <laughs> um didn't do any of the group tours um mm. i kind of had a sense of things i wanted to see and mm -hmm. how they were structured they only had like one real day of like tour and i was like i can see that I can fit this all in in another way. I just feel confident that I can like plan this out somehow. And so we just kind of like left them. We didn't go on the group tour, not because I felt like I knew better. It was just, I had other things I wanted to see. Did your yeah. parents go on the group tours mostly? They though? did not. They trusted me. Oh, they trust. Um, oh, they, so and so they went along with me and then yeah. we did split up and we can talk about that in a little bit, but they split up and there was a day where um, they really wanted to go to the DMZ. And we had such, this was a very short trip. So like, if I didn't do mm -hmm. something, it's not because I don't care or I'm not interested. Right, right, right. It was just a short trip. So they really wanted to go see the DMZ. Um, and, and I knew that going to see all the BTS dorms was not going to bring them joy. So I just <laughs> had to compromise and say, I'll have a day where I do all of that. Yeah, and you go do that, and we experience mm -hmm. separate things, and that's great. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great way to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we all have like 
dream trips. And, um, you know, it's really easy to like build it all up in your mind, um, kind of like New Year's Eve parties in, in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes it, you know, it doesn't live up to the hype. Um, but I don't know. What what about you? Did did it um, did it, you know, fill all your <laughs> did it meet all your high expectations or? Yeah. So going in, it was funny. I had a sense like I was pretty like not blase. I just I wasn't getting it felt to me. Sometimes what happens is when I have something to look forward to, it doesn't feel quite real. So I think that was like the mm. framework I was in leading up to it. So it wasn't that yeah. I was blase. Mm. It's just I logically knew it was happening, but I like emotionally wasn't like feeling it. And then uh -huh. about a week before I started to kind of like turn on for it. And um, I think what I was going in was the the closest I can explain it to is the first time I went to New York City before I, I arrived, I was like, I really hope the city likes me because I really want to, I really want it to like me. Uh, <laughs> I really want to yeah, feel like I'm going to get yeah. there. It's going to feel like a place that like wants me to be there. And so yeah. I had the same feeling in going into Seoul was the idea that like, I really hope it's going to like, like me. And <laughs> honestly, it felt, I was there again, a very short time, one week. <laughs> but, um, I, I truly can say I loved it. Like I, it, exceeded every expectation I had and I felt like I had high expectations but something I oh. didn't expect in it was and this is like this sounds hokey but I think this is coming from having watched like hundreds of dramas now was there <laughs> were elements of it I didn't expect it to feel so familiar and it's yeah. not that I felt like I walked around like oh I just understand this place it wasn't coming from <laughs> a cultural context it was just visually as I walked around yeah. like, I spent so much time in my entertainment in mm. this yeah. That it actually feels like there's element, like, I don't, I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I understand how, like, I'm going up these steep, narrow alleys, I'm in these spaces mm -hmm. that just kind of, everything feels very familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I had the awesome. same experience, actually, that it, I just always felt like, oh, this is probably a K-drama set. This is like a K-drama set. <laughs> like, it's probably like a drama where yeah. one of the leads walked down this road. It just, everything looked really, yeah. really familiar, but in a really, like, just a really fun fan way because it was like oh it's not actually all fake and shiny like actually lots of the city looks exactly like it does on the k-dramas and yeah <laughs> it was a really yeah warm, a warm feeling i think it gave me yeah, yeah i really enjoyed it and then there was something else that again i don't think it's like a great comparison because like if you laid them out side by side they're very different but um my husband's family is from melbourne australia and when you go into that city of completely different city from Seoul but there's a part of the city I really like which is a series of like very kind of like spiderweb patchwork alleys that you can kind of get lost mm -hmm. into and I really have enjoyed going there I haven't I haven't been to London in a very long time I'm guessing like there's like older European cities that have that vibe but something I really enjoyed in Seoul that I just don't think I had like put together quite in my head is that since it's such an old city and it's been built on each other, it doesn't have that like logical grid framework overall. Like there's elements of it, but there's a lot of places you can go and be like, I don't know how else to explain it, but like non-linear in your movements yeah. and kind of like yeah. go off and like wind <laughs> yeah. around into places. And that is one of my favorite totally. ways to experience anything. And so I really mm. enjoyed that. And to go up and you just find like great little food shops or it's just nice to find surprises. Places. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I found, like, um, for me, 
Sorry. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead, Sarah. <laughs> I was like saying for for me also because she's such a K drama. Well, I was such a K drama fan. I remember thinking like even like my my so Sophie, who was my Korean colleague that kind of helped take take me around, she was always constantly surprised by the things that I found um just so cool because obviously for her they were just really normal but exactly that we'd walk down a small street and then there'd be just like a convenience store just set on the corner like and it just looked like it was set in a cage on like oh it's like a convenience store and she's just like yeah it's just a convenience <laughs> yes. store there's five million of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but something about like it's set up it triggered like a memory of like and I was just like oh they've got that in the window it's like oh yeah, yeah. and the yeah. two yeah. other points I guess to make are one is I knew it was geographically not flat I did know that but I don't we were just lucky we were there during like fantastic air quality too so just mm. you would round corners and have amazing views like mountains would just like be popping up in the view and that was really yeah. great and I don't think I was quite expecting to see such big mountains in such close proximity mm-hmm. um yeah and then the last thing is that like outside of New York like for some reason I just felt like LA is a really big city and like that's the like the big city that I'm closest to like I live up kind of adjacent to the Bay Area Bay Area but like I think of like LA being like really big I go to LA relatively frequently and so when I got to Seoul I was like holy shit this feels like us I was like no no this feels like a city city like I feel like I'm in like a big big city and then that was a really funny observation to bring back because um I work at a university and I work with a lot of graduate students and I was talking about it with um one of my graduate students that I work with who um is a PhD student from China and I was like she was like you know how how was it and I was like it was great it was really cool to be in such a big city and she was like how big is Seoul again and I'm like it's like nine nine and a half million people and she's like oh that's cute <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I just like <laughs> she was operating on like such a different scale size. I felt like I was like the right. biggest country bumpkin in the world. I like, oh, I didn't realize it was that cute. <laughs> and then I looked up like I was like, we talked about her city. Um and per- forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, Sarah, but it is really close to Hong Kong, but it's Shenzhen. And then, yeah, yeah. And so she was like, yeah, it's a little, she's like, it's kind of like a littler, like mid-size city. And I looked it up and it was like 12 million people or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're just <laughs> operating at yeah. such a different, a different scale. scale. Yeah, because Shanghai yeah, is like 20, like- 26 million. Shanghai is okay. like, yeah, that's what's for us a big city. Yeah. That's crazy, so, isn't like, it? 26. like 4 million people or something. So, I mean, like, Ellie's like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. And it's so spread out also, LA. Mm, yes. So it doesn't it doesn't have that that same urban I mean, it, it does have in certain places. But for me, since I drive from place to place, it doesn't have that same feel. Um as like Yeah, I feel like, like every time I popped yeah. out in a subway, yeah. I felt like I was in a city. Like I just never right, felt right, right. <laughs> that I felt like I was like, oh, I'm on the edge of something. I'm like, I'm in a city every time I'm popping up somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Or it's like when I went. No, I had the se- I had a similar experience with Inverse Wales. Like when we went up to Yongmaland, I felt like we had travelled for ages and ages, and that we were like really on the edge of the city, and it felt like kind of rural. And then you look at the subway map, and we're like, you're still in the middle of the subway map. <laughs> but we actually hadn't got very far out, like to the outskirts, you know. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I know that Sarah like looked for like K-drama spots 
um, it, like tried like intentionally went to find them and also that she like walked by a Mauritius Brown and was like I know this was in a K-drama and that was like totally by accident did you see any actual like K-drama like spots or was it just like a general sense of familiarity well first let me just be very basic and say that <laughs> the very first thing so when you're when we flew in our plane had like windows that were darkened like automatically so as we came into land they kind of like opened up and lit up and uh -huh. so you could look out and you could kind of like see as you were coming into Inchon and I looked out the window to my left and so this is not a drama but I, <laughs> I looked to the left and I was like holy shit that's paradise from singles in photo <laughs> it was like literally yeah. the very first thing i saw in Korea. And it made me laugh so oh, hard and like no one in my family was excited i was like look i was like and i didn't have the window seat even i'm like move out of the way that's it i want to see it <laughs> paradise is paradise, paradise, is paradise. <laughs> um, hilarious I had oh. a time later, just and this is just for anybody who has watched Singles Inferno, which I really do make a plug. It sounds horrible. The the teasers for it do not make it seem great. <laughs> like, Torsos only. <laughs> it's very fluffy. <laughs> but there's heart to this reality show, so help me God in some way. Yes, there, there is. is. There is. I love it. I'm I'm so looking forward to season three. <laughs> me too. I am <laughs> me too. And so I got lost the day I tried to go to all the BTS dorms. Um, I got turned around really hard and I was in Gangnam and I was walking and looked over and I was kind of in like a very residential neighborhood. Like it was really just like condominiums and things like that. Mm. And there was the tailor shop, the Ascotage from Singles Inferno that like they sourced the tailors <laughs> from. And oh, I lost God. my mind. I was like, so I felt like I was on this like singles inferno. And so that was all happenstance. <laughs> like I wasn't seeking it out. But I, when I oh, when I found the tailor shop, I did kind of lose my mind. But I was trying to be cool because like the tailors were like in the window looking. I like was trying not to be like, oh my God, look, look. <laughs> the selfie with like the, the, the finger hearts and the <laughs> Yeah. You, so something did I did do. There is one thing I really sought out, but be but for the most part, what I did is I found a website that basically was like, what what dramas were filmed here, and every time I went uh -huh. somewhere, I would just turn it on and then be like, oh, okay. So um, there was the island, um, the island that is in uh, it's like the artificial island that's in the middle of the Han River where they filmed the startup, or they had yeah, the fictional yeah, yeah. sandbox. Yep. So yep. Like that was one place that I kind of like knew I was going to be passing that way. I knew that's where they filmed that. It's a little underwhelming. I mean, it's not its fault. It's just, <laughs> um, but yeah, most places I went to, I just had an app up to look and see kind of what was in the area. The two things I purposely sought out, I actually wrote down and they're both random and they both come from Goblin, which is funny. So one thing I sought out and I had to work for it. Like it was a night where I was not feeling it. We were kind of tired and we weren't that close. So we had to really like go the extra mile and I have no regrets. And that was the Sinchon Graffiti Tunnel. Ah, uh, um, And so that was where Shin, they. It's Sinchon. Shinchon. It's Shinchon. Yeah. Shinchon. Shinchon Graffiti Tunnel. So mm. we went to that and honestly, no regrets. <laughs> I think I was because we got there it took a while because we weren't close and I finally was just like you know what I'm gonna be sad if I don't see this like I have to go see this my co-host Amy this is her top drama like I want to go see this tunnel 
And it's like the tunnel that's like the iconic goblin walk where like they play the song, you see the <laughs> and the goblin like walking. Um, they're carrying the bag of leeks and then like somebody <laughs> yeah. comes by with a motorcycle and like yells at them for like walking all like seriously. And it's kind of a funny moment, but it's like this iconic mm-hmm. moment in this in the drama. Mm-hmm. And so I when I was getting there, I was like, okay, it's pitch black now. And it was still busy. I mean, we were in a university neighborhood and aside, another aside that I found really, really charming because I don't see it around us. Maybe both of you have experienced it in the US. I just haven't was the letter jackets attached to universities. So that's not something I I commonly see. And so, I mean, I work at a university and we certainly don't have that. I was, I found that really endearing and they would have like their majors on the back. So you could be like, oh, you're like a medical student or agricultural (laughs) So anyway, we're in a university neighborhood. It got really dark. And I started to be like, is it a great idea to be going to a graffiti tunnel in the pitch black with like my 13 year old daughter? Like, I don't know if it's (laughs) smart or not. So it was fine. It's in a very public spot. It was lit up really well. Sarah, I don't know if you went when you went to go. I mean, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna I did look at Kluke do a goblin tour, right? I was looking yeah. at doing that, but I just didn't have enough time. So I thought I'd I'd I parked that for like another 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 visit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Sarah and I have seen it more recently because I think it, it was featured in Twinkling Watermelon too. It is, yeah. Like multiple oh, okay. times. Yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah. Well, yeah. I am planning on watching that before the end of the year. So Yay. I will enjoy that. <laughs> and then I don't know why, but I really wanted to see I, and I, this is a bad name for it, but the Goblin Wall, for lack of a better word. Oh, so yes. yes. Goblin, where he's like walking with the umbrella and they pass each other and you see like the stone wall behind. I'm like, I want to find where yes. that wall is. I just like, yeah, I, I did. I did want to yeah. find that too, actually. But again, I ran out of time. But yeah, so yeah you was, did it. And again, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong. It was right next to City Hall and it was the mm-hmm. Duxugong pa- Stone Wall Road and it was like surrounding the mm-hmm. palace. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, basically just at City Hall. And it was really fun because the leaves were all going like into like the autumn season. And I tried to call Amy, my co-host, to like walk along the road with like my umbrella. And then she put me on like she like turned off like when I called, she like silenced it and texted me. And she's like, I'm in my kids concert rehearsal or like choir (laughs) performance. (laughs) I was like, well, I'll just send you a selfie. But yeah, those were two things I like really sought out to do. Um, And then beyond that, there was just a lot of happenstance of being in places that had dramas filmed in them. I was going to say, I saw no dramas getting filmed. I was kind of hoping that I would. Uh, But um, we did see something that was kind of funny, which was we saw a filming for um, the top player from League of Legends, who is um, a child, essentially. (laughs) And they were just (laughs) a promo shoot for him. And this, like, really nice gentleman came over because he saw me kind of, like, looking, being like, is this like, because I was like, it looked like a model shoot, but I was like, you know, is this going to be an idol? Like, will I recognize who it is? I don't want to be, like, super like look me Lou but I'm also like right here I'm gonna look and be curious yeah and he walked over and he's like you want to know what we're doing and I'm like yeah I want to know what you're doing <laughs> and he was like so we're with uh Riot Games and we're filming like a League of Legends thing and that's the top player in the world then he's like so we talked about it and I just remember what he was like what one thing he said that made me laugh I'm not a gamer but he was like you really just you can't be in the sport past 25 your thumbs just give out <laughs> And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I learned a lot. Oh, in like wow. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I did not know that too. Today I learned. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow. um, and just so just so I know for later, um, show notes. Um, is was it an app that had the K drama locations, or was it the K drama land website that I think it was Kdrama like Land Sarah? website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because Sarah, I think, recommended that in Okay, then that must in the be very where I first. found it Yeah. from. Yeah. You Yeah. must Yeah. have In told the very me first. and I forgot, but I just had it saved somewhere. And So so I, useful. They're so comprehensive. I'm just like, seriously. that's why I gave that's why I gave him a shout out on the show because I'm like, kudos and thank you for maintaining this like huge database, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And it was amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. So what were the highlights for you on this trip? Was there anything that you that surprised you that um you hadn't thought you were gonna experience and you ended up really enjoying? <laughs> So, okay, like, yes, and they're, like, just really, like, personal to me moments, I think. Um, so on the BTS day, I'm going to speak about some of the things because I was very touched on this day and in, in a couple of different ways. And so this was the one day it rained a lot. Um, and so it was really wet. And, you know, I was just, like, walking in residential neighborhoods trying to, like, find, like, old dorms. I was just, like, kind of on, like, my nerd out journey. I went to find, like, the old big hit building, things like that. But a place that I went to that I ended up really loving, and I don't know if, like, you had no connection to BTS, would you like it or not? I'm not sure. I just found it to be, like, this really beautiful little, like, secret place, and it's called Hakdong Park, and it's in Gangnam, and it's, like, this little community park where they've done some, they used to hang out there, I guess, in, like, their first uh, dorm. They would, like, go there, but it has, like, a really big pagoda that has, like, a lot of, like, carvings, and it's just painted really nicely. And so like in the rain, it was like really dark. And so you were in this like bright space and it just was like this like little inner city park sanctuary. And we kind of ended up hanging out in there to like get out of the rain. And it was just this really, it was fun to see older folks coming by and like doing exercises and things like it just was like this nice quiet moment in the city. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and another thing that day, um, two other things, I did really enjoy the big hit building, which is odd because it felt like it was going to be so touristy just to like go see like the big hit building but the thing is is that like when you look at pictures of it like fans have like written all over it but it was really moving because like people were writing from like you know love from Kyrgyzstan or like you know Uzbekistan like it was just like places from like all over and just like messages that were like really sweet and special or like you saved my life just like lot and so I ended up tearing up there because it just felt really beautiful and there wasn't I think there was like one other person when we were there but it was just to just read through all the graffiti was really touching and then in adjacent to that and then I'll leave it with the BTS for now was um we went to the um the restaurant that it got featured really briefly in one of the BTS like shows called rookie King of like when they were like very, like, you know, very early on in their debut, they used to have their dance studio underneath it. And um, it's run by this really lovely auntie. And she like, it's just her shop. Basically it's like, there's no bells and whistles. It's just really basic. And, um, and so it's called, and again, I, I, I apologize for pronunciation, but it's called, <laughs> Yujong Sikdong Shiktang, Yujong Shik Dong Shiktang. Mm Yujong Shik Dong -hmm. mm -hmm. and when I got there there was a huge line and I was like okay look we're just going to be at like a tourist trap it's fine like it's just going to be tourist trap. it's okay 
I know that there's like BTS stuff everywhere on it. Like, it's fine. Like, I appreciate people like making their money. We're here. We're going to go. And then I went inside and it was like this, like, I was like, I felt like emotional. I was like, this feels legit. Like, yes, they're cashing in, but like, good for them. And it just felt like it was like still the same. Ajuma, like in the back cooking, her daughter was like (laughs) taking orders. And then like her husband was working the cash register it was just full of army. They're obviously doing really well. It's covered with BTS paraphernalia, but it was just this like it felt lovely, and the food was amazing and really good. And it just didn't <laughs> feel like this like sellout experience at all. It just felt like this like it felt like you were just were in community with this fandom and this like kind of quirky place that was just kind of like tucked away into like the inner city. And so that, that was really amazing. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I really um, want to go to do the BTS stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted did to speak make to that. It, yeah, did you make it? Actually, Grace, did you make it? To, you made it to Jimin's Cafe, did you? In Busan? I did didn't. You? I didn't. Start? I you didn't. were going to. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, but then it was like, it was a long drive from the, the train station to Hyundai. And it was, everyone was tired. We had missed the first train and all of that. So it was just, <laughs> we didn't get to make that stuff. <laughs> but yeah that that's that in your future great. you just need to manifest it, is, it Grace. It is. absolutely <laughs> so i'll just pick some other ones that i think are just like like maybe that like people just because they're like unique to me in our short trip i'll just pick like three other things just really quickly so yeah. one place we went to that was more um i guess thinky was um the eum museum of art mm-hmm. and so that was in hanam and it was beautiful and it had a lot of um like celadon like the pottery Mm -hmm. and it was really awesome to walk around like it was just a really beautiful museum it's laid out really cool um Mm -hmm. so it was right by our hotel too so that was the very first thing we did on like our full first day it was only like two blocks away so we went to that first and I really enjoyed it and it was um yeah it was just a really quality art museum that combined like lots of old meets new and it was laid out really mm. architecturally interesting and so I really enjoyed that um also near my hotel but that was just like a fun surprise place I discovered was a place called vinyl and plastic and it was a record store and it was awesome <laughs> and so um yeah they had like list like a listening area and it had tons of um korean and um, japanese music and it was just fun to like go in there and just like play around listen to records i ended up buying two records um and one of my i had a really this i don't know how much time you have for this but something that was really fun <laughs> was i bought a record from an artist that i really like whose name is um masani and he was hyped up by a member of BTS online maybe a couple of years ago. And sometimes I listen to their music recommendations and I really loved this EP. I just thought it was awesome. Mm. And he never is like getting, like he doesn't perform his, like his Instagram is very cryptic. He like hides his identity. He doesn't have a lot of followers, but his album, this album is really, really, really good. And so when I got home, I was like listening to the record at like, I was working from home. So I was lis- working, listening to the record and my phone buzzed because I follow him on Instagram and it was like, he's going live. And I was like, oh, like I would love to see like what he's all about or whatever. And so I turn it on. He like doesn't ever show his face. So you like don't see him. And I just thought I would listen and like duck in and duck out. There was like seven or eight people in the live. So I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I feel very <laughs> not many people here. And I'm like, well, I'll just like hang. 
and then I he he can he's Korean but he can speak English and so I like wrote in English and I just was like I'm listening to your album right now and he was like what do you mean I'm like I'm listening to your vinyl and then he was like how did you get a copy of my vinyl and in my mind I just keep thinking he's like quite famous I don't think he is even though he should be and I was like (laughs) I bought it when I was in Seoul at this like record shop and then he got like emotional and like started. Oh, oh, I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! I was having this like fan moment because I was like, you don't understand. I listen to this like every two days, and so it was just just really funny. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, oh. that record shop. I bought that vinyl, and then I got to connect with the artist, and that felt oh really so lovely. Wow, that is lovely. Yeah, it's called, um, I'll give a shout out to the yes. <laughs> Jungle, and it's basically it's only like seven songs or something. It's got a really just like cool atmospheric vibe his voice is really interesting um he sings in english um but he just has like a really cool way he uses his voice and basically the songs are kind of like fairly allegorical but connect into kind of the covid experience and so i just really recommend it it's very good and if you like it let me know and everyone should yeah. listen it's called masani i'm like my goal is to make him famous because he's really <laughs> oh i love that story yeah well That's we'll put that great. in the show notes we never have song okay. wreck so that can be our this is very basic but i mean look i think it's interesting my daughter and i went and got some skincare done and so yeah. like, i, I was really intimidated i was surprised how intimidated i was to book it and go because it just felt like really outside my comfort zone like this is not something mm. i do normally mm. and then to like be there i was just like i don't know like what i'm doing i like and it's just that funny feeling of like i don't want to do it wrong even though like what are you going to do wrong yeah 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 um, and so it was kind of convoluted. Like I had to make an appointment. Like I had to find a place that like looked like it would work. I ha- Then like the appointments were like tricky to schedule. And I ended up having to schedule it through Instagram messages, which was funny. <laughs> um, and then when we got there, it was in like the 18th or 19th story of a building in Gongom. And you went in and it was, I was impressed. It was really wild because I always like to go in somewhere and like, I've like built it up. They could care less. Like they're doing this all day. Like you are not special. Like you don't need to be worried. They're just kind of like, whatever. But they basically, you walk in and they just give you this like big, thick spiral brown magazine. And they're like, figure out what you need to do today. And you're like, okay. And so you're like flipping through and there's everything from like full plastic surgery, which I'm assuming you have to book out with some advance. I don't think you just show up and they're like, okay, we're going to like give you a whole new like set of boobs with no notice. But I mean, like that was all in there, but I mean like all the skincare, it was just really funny. And then you get called back. Like they had like a section for foreigners and then a section for Korean nationals. So I was in the foreigner section and everyone around me is just like wrapped up in some sort of like gauze and plastic. It looked like we're in like a war zone or something. (laughs) Everyone's just chilling. And I'm like, okay, all right, we can do this. And then we go in the back and I had let my daughter pick. I'm like, whatever you want to do. Cause she's really into like skincare and she was Mm. just like excited to do it. And so she wanted to do a hydrofacial. And so we went in the back and I was like, two hydrofacials please and she kind of like looked at me like that's it you sure that's what like you know (laughs) (laughs) but we did it and it was really fun I felt like it was a cool experience to do um skin looked great but the biggest takeaway I had when I left was it was like 37 bucks and I was like that was awesome like basically with a hydrofacial they're like putting carbonated water into your pores and it kind of like bubbles out impurities and they like suck everything out and then they put this like big thick cold mask over your face to like calm it all down 
And I was like, this was great. And they were kind of like, yeah, it'd be good to do like every three months. So I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, when I go back home, like San Jose is close by, I'm sure that this is offered all sorts of places. So I looked it up and it was everywhere in our area is like, I kid you not, like $300 started. <gasps> to- and yeah. so I was like, you can't afford not to go to South yeah. Korea. Like, you you could save money. Girl math is you Girl save maths. money. Girl <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's so true. I think that's wow. that's probably about the same price if I did. Yeah, because I same. I looked up hydrofacials in in Cambridge, and that is about like if you don't if you want to go to a salon that kind of looks like it kind of knows what it's doing. Yeah, it's about the same price. <laughs> about the same price. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to so throw that out there because wow. You know, I don't know. I just wanted to give like yeah to put yourself in the stretch zone. It might feel a little disorienting because there's lots of choices. Plus, it's just kind of like. I don't know. It's a lot to like go in and do so like, especially if you're not like doing it a lot. Like to me, I just felt like it was like, okay, this feels overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, truly they could care less. Like, yeah, they see yeah. 9,000 of you a day. They're like, whatever. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> does it. Right. Oh, great. Well, we'll put, we'll put Leah's recommendation in the show notes. So if you guys want to check that out, but that's definitely, I wanted to, I I mean, I love getting my like beauty stuff done in, in Asia. Cause they're just, they're so good. They're like really good yeah. and it's cheap and it's um mm-hmm. Yeah. I always get lectured at generally by the archer mass who do it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, and not taking care of my skin. Uh huh. Totally. Me too. It's still worth it. It's still worth it. Oh, so what about food? Did you eat like everything you wanted to try? And what, what ended up being your favorite, favorite things? So I ate most things that I wanted to try. I think what was tricky is I went with, um, like my parents are not adventurous eaters. They're not like they're not completely westernized wimpy. Like they did put themselves <laughs> into like some small stretch zones. But like mm. we had some tricky times where like, you know, there were times that like I'd be like, let's try X and it didn't really work. And like for comparison, and then, ugh, no, I don't I don't want to call it my dad and make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> for example, when we left, I was like, what was your favorite thing you ate this trip? And his mm. favorite thing he ate that sh- trip. What? And I mean, again, this is where I'm like, I don't want to be an asshole. Like people can like what they like. <laughs> yes. His favorite yes. thing was um, when we were at a fish market, he had some like deep fried battered shrimp. Mm. And he was like, it was really good. And I'm like, fair. Mm. Like yeah. I, that didn't jump out to me. And like, again, like I need to get over myself and like have no judgment. <laughs> so things I really enjoyed that maybe were like not something I could have if I went to like the pub down the road is um jujube tea was amazing like life oh our beloved summer jujube tea yay (laughs) it felt really just like soul nourishing or something like I love the consistency was thick and it just felt like happiness in like a cup I don't know I really enjoyed it did it did you feel like it helped you sleep (laughs) (laughs) did it cure your insomnia (laughs) I don't know if I would I don't know I don't know if it made that much of an impact I didn't have it right before bed <laughs> but oh, right. and it, was, it was yeah and it, it wasn't, wasn't like yeah, sorry sorry it wasn't like the the like you know um like f- from someone you love that showed that they cared about you <laughs> secretly so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't feel quite our beloved summer but I will say that it was a moment when I had the tea was a moment of like some every time on the trip, there's always like a bit of tension somewhere. Right. So it was a moment Mm. of 
some, we had just come out of some tension where I was dealing with, and again, when like you're an adult, it's funny sometimes when like you feel like you're with um one of your parents and they're acting like more like the child. So like I had, yeah. I, had I had a hangry mom. I had a hangry <laughs> mom situation I was trying to deal with. And um we were in, I'm trying to think if I can, if I wrote down the name. We're in the Bukchan Honok village. Oh, yeah. 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 And there was not a lot of food there. There were like snacks places. There was like a spot mm-hmm. to get ice cream. There was a spot where you could get like duck bokey. Like there was stuff, but there wasn't like a whole meal thing. And so mm-hmm. she kept having this idea like, I need to sit down and like, I don't want to snack. Like, this is where, again, we have like just different, like, I'm not going to snack. I want to wait to eat a meal. And I'm like, well, I don't know when that's going to come. Just snack. Like, if you're feeling it, it's a snack. And so yeah. she finally like didn't get hangry. I got like very, like, I like, you know, it doesn't bring out my best self when I'm like their child. I'm like, ah, whatever. And so we were all like, ah. and then like, I found a spot to go to and I was like, let's go and like walk. And like, it was kind of far away and it was a Mondu place. So we were walking there. And then when we got there, it wasn't going to open for like another 20 minutes. And so there was like this courtyard. I was like, oh, let's just go sit in there. And then there was a tea shop. And then I had the GGBT and everything kind of like righted itself. Again. Uh, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, those <laughs> travel tension moments are always something. Well, yeah. I'm with you on yeah, the they are. My par- because my parents so my parents are quite Asian with their travel, which is to say that they usually go on tours. And they usually very happily have a sticker on their, you know, tops to say I'm with this tour. And they will happily follow a guy waving a tour flag and they will just basically be fed <laughs> their travel, right? Yeah. And they will feel like they've done their travel if they've ticked off everything that mm-hmm. is like the common set of things that you do when you go to somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the way my parents travel. So when I take them somewhere, they basically expect me to be like their tour guide. And <laughs> they start the day going, so what are we doing today? Um, uh, what are we eating when are we eating when are we stopping to have a break I need the toilet I'm hungry now and uh, when are we doing this what's next what's for evening what are we doing for entertainment in the evening and like by the third day I'm usually about to explode like I just (laughs) exactly that just being the adults of the children that are but then you can't tell them off because they're not actually your children um and and then arguments ensue when they're like do use that tone on me and I'm like no well (laughs) and I have a really big thing about food politeness and being like and again this is where I'm like how am I I feel like I'm the child talking to like my parents of like I don't have a lot of patience and maybe I should but like look my parents aren't neurodivergent they don't have like food sensitivity like there's not a reason I need to like be mindful of them I'm like you are grown-ups you have every (laughs) ability to try things and be polite about it and experience it it's good to try it's good to experience it's not good to poke at things and be like I don't know what x is like that's just not to live your life and so I had like a lot of um conversations with them like before going into (laughs) markets to be like we're gonna try things and you are just gonna be open-minded and if you feel in your heart like you're a little intimidated or you're not sure just keep that let don't let the intrusive thoughts win on this like keep that very down deep oh okay that's fine but like still eat it (laughs) this did not work in one situation to my (laughs) listeners so i really wanted to try sunday yes i've seen tons of dramas with it i wanted to experience Mm -hmm. it it looked really good i'd heard um 
you know, other people traveling who enjoyed it. Megan liked it when we had it in London. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, Megan had said she liked it in London. And so I was like, yes, I want to try that. So we went into a market and I just, I was probably hangry, but I was like, we're going to sit down. I'm going to order some food. Just chill out. My parents were kind of disoriented, like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? What's happening? I'm like, just sit down. This is going to be good. It's going to be fine. And I got what I consider to be like pretty basic market food that I hadn't had that I wanted to try. So I wanted to try like mm. fish cake. I wanted to mm-hmm. have like tteokbokki. I wanted to have kimbap and I wanted to have sundae. And like, there was like mm. a lot of places you could just have that. So I was like, sit yes. down, let's just like get it all out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're just there at like this little bench and like the lady who like, you know, the who made it's right there. I'm like, you're going to, so they would not, they would not try the fish cake for some reason I could not understand <laughs> or the sundae. And I wasn't, mm. so I had to power it all down and that was <laughs> ask because it wasn't a little bit it was like for four people but I was like so help me god I'm not gonna have this lady sit here and be like what did they I do didn't to like my food so I was like I just need to destroy this and I feel like my relationship with Sunday is different than it needed to be because I had to just sit and pound four oh. people's worth of Sunday in a city oh no if I had like oh, no. a couple, I would have oh, liked it. But yeah. by the end, I was like, I literally am like, it's like coming up to my throat. Like I'm like packed with it. And it was a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's filling, right? Because it's got so much rice in it. So it, it is so filling. I'm saying like the flavor yeah. was fine. I don't know if it was like, it wasn't my most favorite thing I had when I was in Korea by a long shot, but it was fine. Yeah. I think I would have just liked it as like a snack. Some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. I wish you you would have just uh, exercised your foreigner privilege of like just assume that they they will just think like, oh, these foreigners, they don't know. They don't know how they don't know how to eat. I have a really hard time making somebody who is like elderly feel disrespected because she was like an yeah. old lady who was like i'm gonna eat yeah. your food yeah yeah <laughs> even if yeah. she didn't care never thought about it again yeah. or was like whatever yeah. yeah you're a foreigner whatever oh, but i was like yeah I so That's anyway that, sweet of you. well but that also yeah, well. Then meant that like i was not willing to try there was one other dish i don't remember the name of it but you could tell me the name of it it was the um I really wanted to try it, but I wasn't willing to eat a whole plate of it alone because it was like a lot of food. <laughs> it was the um the raw meat with the egg on it. Oh yeah. Oh. It begins um, with a y is it yoke yoke b? Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah yeah yeah. So yuk- I really wanted to try that, but I was like yeah. that. That looks like I something I want to share with someone or many mm. people. It's not something I want to just. I was like, I'm going to be left with this huge plate of meat. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's not. <laughs> yeah. So I did not try that, even though I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I've tried UK before either. I, I've <laughs> had it on there, actually. <laughs> I've had it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had it on bibimbap. Actually, they have it. That's how they do it in uh, in the England. Like it's one of mm-hmm. the bibimbap toppings that you can get. But then obviously, then you can stir it in the if you've got an iron, right, um, right, iron bowl, then you can have it kind of slightly cooked. But yeah, so your your parents didn't fancy like the moving octopus, Leah. You didn't. You didn't go... <laughs> I did not do moving octopus because I have this thing with octopus, and it's very hypocritical because I eat meat, 
like, currently I pick and choose what animals are worthy of death and what yeah. yes and that's I that's that's love so octopus, intelligent yeah they are yeah. so intelligent yeah. feel too bad eating octopus yeah I think we all do that. I mean, all of us who eat meat are, you know, <laughs> hypocrites. Yeah. Like I pick like uh, we... a chicken. I'm like, the chicken's not smart. I can eat a chicken. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no. that was one that I felt bad about. Um, but then one one dish that I really loved that I really wanted to have there, even though it wasn't summer, um, was um, nangmyeon? Nangmyeon? Nangmyeon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nangmyeon. Um, and I loved it. So I had it once, Grace. We went out to lunch in um, Yeah. In, so that's cold cold noodles, Jose. right? For guys for guys. Yeah, yeah. Cold yeah. And I'd had it yeah. there and I really enjoyed it. And so we found there was a place that was not far from um our hotel that served it. And that was really like that was fun because I just went there with my daughter and it was one of those places that you like walk in and they just have like a kiosk. And there's, mm. and it was like, there, it was, everything was going to be in Korean. Like nothing was translated. And that's where like, Papa <laughs> saves my ass. Like that's yeah. my, if you cannot, if you have, if you have one thing to have, just have an app because it just made it so much easier to like, I mean, luckily there wasn't a line behind me Then I would have been agitated. It was just like me ordering, <laughs> but I could like scan everything be like, okay, that's what it's asking for. And I could like put in the order at the kiosk awesome. and it was really amazing. Oh, that's Yay, good. Papa Go. <laughs> yeah, Papa and then Go, we went yeah. to a couple of just like hole in the wall grill places that were great. And mm. I don't know what I do that is so wrong, but there was not a single Ajuma anywhere we went where meat had to be cooked where I did not get scolded. <laughs> <laughs> and like they were fair, to be fair, me, I think me and Grace would probably get scolded as well. Like I get yeah. scolded all the time in those kind yeah. of places. Yeah, completely yeah, yeah. scolded. They were just like, you, like, what? What is happening? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, it looked good to me. And I even like had stuff that I was like, this looks cooked. I'm going to put it on a plate. And the person would come over and be like, Ugh, pick it up and just throw it back on the grill. <laughs> I was like, just, okay, you do it. Like, I don't know what to say. You just do it. I love that. I feel like that's a really authentic Asian experience for you, Leah. Like, really yeah, authentic. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing: is it didn't feel mean. It felt no. like exasperated with love. Like I felt yeah. like there was amusement in it, yeah. even though it yeah. wasn't friendly. And that was like a, what I felt like a lot of it was. Was yeah. I never felt like folks were just like it. Never felt. It felt like a different level of friendliness. Like I felt kindness. Yeah rather than like overt friendliness if that makes sense and like one thing yeah. that happened to me that felt like very culturally different was like our very first day and I appreciate it but it was like very much like I was like oh I really see this yeah we were crossing a street and my dad wanted to hit the crosswalk button to cross and instead he activated the police alarm oh and no. I saw him reaching for it and I was like no not that and then he's like Beak, and it's like and like like yelling through like a thing and I was like oh my god my daughter lost her mind because she's in middle school she's like holy crap I am like humiliated I'm like it's fine it's fine but there was this like lady standing there next to us yeah she just looked straight ahead like she was like I'm not gonna look over like you I'm gonna like it was like the whole saving face thing yeah I was like oh like there's the big difference because for us we'd be like normalizing it like no no it's fine it's okay yeah. or whatever and like the way she was going to show politeness to the situation was like i'm just it's not happening like, yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't do that. you're fine it's good i didn't see anything <laughs> nothing happened here <laughs> nothing happened here <laughs> that's so hilarious uh, oh 
one thing I did see on your Instagram though was you did try the guabeki that I was I think I talked about in our pod uh, oh I don't yeah know if it's the same store I don't know if you went into Guangzhou Market as well but I did see a picture of, of I think I your did daughter having it the was guabeki yeah again this was a happy surprise I thought like what it's like a fried donut like what like what <laughs> okay sure like whatever I like we have donuts like it's fine I don't know man that was really good <laughs> it's another level right it's another level And like you can't still explain now it unless you try. It's just one of those things that's like one of those things that really like you have to be there. I don't know why it is dough and sugar. it's such light But it dough just, yeah. just so crispy and yeah yeah that's It's so perfect. good yeah yeah And the I got other thing I got that was very so weirdly delicious good, and I don't I want to say weirdly, it's just like I didn't understand why is um like just like fruit smoothies were really good. Like just like they had cups of fruit and you could just be like, They would just blend it for you, but like I have cups of fruit and I can blend it. And it wasn't like the fruit was like super special. Like I don't know if like maybe I was just like in the city and it was really refreshing. But like every time we have them just like blend up smoothies somewhere, like in street food, it was just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, no, the food was great, and also just going into convenience stores. I think the one thing I struggle with, and like my husband judges me for, and I think it's fair. I think it's fair, like to. be held accountable is just the amount of single use plastic that you can use. There's Yeah. a lot of single use plastic and I used it all. Yeah. I used every Yeah. piece of single use plastic. <laughs> so Yeah. I was Yeah. like, I want to have the coffee and the ice and the plastic. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. But like, Yeah. I did start to get nervous about my footprint. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Yeah. same experience. Yeah, I do struggle with that with Asia because everything's so made to be so convenient and or comes with a fuckload of packaging. Um, Right. but then you're just like, well, I'm on holiday. This is, a, you know, this is my chance to experience this thing. So I want to I'll try just the be yeah. really doubly good at recycling <laughs> when I get home. yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. basically what I, I was like, look, I'm walking almost everywhere or using public transport. That's how I'm going to settle this in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Do you know the thing recently I saw, I think it was in a product placement of a drama and it just made me think this is so what I want to have the next time I'm in Seoul. It's so random, but I really need to try an egg drop sandwich. Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really I love need how to go they, find one. I love how they always eat it too. Like, 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 like they're posing with it and then taking a nibble, Yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, that's the women. And then the, the, the men will just like really like, you know, really chomp get down into on it. it But, yeah they but do yeah. good product placement because every time that comes up now i'm just like i want to try one of those i even looked i Looks even delicious. looked up to see if they had a branch in hong kong when i was there but unfortunately they didn't so it'll have to be for the next time i'm next time i get to go to korea Yeah. our hotel so had a um I talked about this a little bit on the Patreon um but our hotel had like a food arrangement like as part of like the package with um, a shop in like the lobby basically like it was reciprocal so if you stayed there you got like vouchers for this place for breakfast and look they have it in the they have it in Vegas because I've seen it in Vegas so it's called egg slut but egg the amount slut of times the amount of times they would use the word egg slut to just make sure we knew that this was a privilege available to us. Like every time I'd be in the lobby, they're like, have you got an egg slut? Is the egg slut, the egg slut's there? Like, don't miss the egg slut. Was the egg slut great? I was like, this is just a lot of egg slut. Like there's a lot of slut's not great out. <laughs> I just, 
I don't want to. Oh my I'm like, god! I'm, I'm gonna just go to the convenience store and get some coffee. Like I don't. I cannot <laughs> navigate this much excellent. <laughs> we don't I've never heard of an excellent so it's excellent like an egg drop do you think it's like an egg sandwich kind of place it was an egg sandwich place so I went in once and had what they offered and it, again mm. it kind of is just a mute it's funny to see what people think like a like you're gonna like because this was clearly like we're gonna give foreigners a foreigner breakfast yes mm. that's why they were so, pushing the excellent mm-hmm. on you because it's yeah. like and you could eat food like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna want to eat this big, delicious egg slut sandwich because this is what you have to do every day. That's and what so, you're like, used a to, yeah. Massive brioche bun with like egg in it, whatever, and then you would get like a full coffee, a full orange juice, and then like a gigantic cookie. Oh and right, so- yeah, because that's what that's what Americans eat for breakfast, and you know that for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. So it became really funny because, um, yeah, like. We did it once, and then it was like I can't. Like we were like we can't, we can't do egg slut again. Like we're good, even though we've like paid for it or whatever. I was like I just I, can't. I will pay you not to do egg slut. Oh, I love egg slutted out. Egg slutted out. Don't come at me, egg slut. Oh, <laughs> oh I love that. Oh, right. Um. So obviously, both Grace and I have covered our own trips to Seoul. Um, and for those of you who might not have heard those and might want to, you can please go back and listen and find Seoul's part one, which is my experience um, as British Chinese going into Seoul. And then obviously, uh, Grace's experience as Korean American going to Seoul in part two. Um, so obviously, some things might hit differently for us than they would for you. So what do you have any first timer tips for others going to Korea for the first time as, mm. as, as, a, as a Western visitor? Okay, so my first time tips are having an app to do language translation really saved the day quite a lot of times Mm. um and so I felt like um it just made it so that it took some of the I never felt panicked as a result because I felt really empowered that I could like always figure out something and so yeah I would say having some sort of a language app um, at the ready. And especially I tended to use it mostly not in communication with people, but I tended to use it mostly to like scan signs, to scan menus, things like that. And so it just made it feel in the subway. It really helped during the first 15 minutes I had of going into the Seoul subway where I was like, I have no idea what the F I'm doing and how to do any of this. And then I sat there and took like 15 minutes to breathe looked at my little app and was like and once I had it like figured out in my head of like all I need to know is what the end city is and find whatever line has the end city and I'm good <laughs> yeah. to go like I was mm. rocking and rolling the rest of the time so I would really normalize like getting the tea card getting on the subway I mean it's the best deal in town um and it was really yeah I loved the subway system sometimes it was fun to take the taxi just to see things um Mm. and then the other thing to normalize is getting on the bus because getting on the bus was super fun um then I felt like I was super moving into drama land jumping on the bus yeah yeah having public transport for me is just such a treat because where I live we have very we're not a big enough town to have that much public transport and the U.S. just kind of sucks at public transport so um yeah, so I really just really normalize taking public transport as much as possible because it's it's really fun. Yeah. Um totally. And then what else would I say? I felt like there were just certain something I really just appreciated and I don't know what it was about this gesture, but I really appreciated it. First I like I think bowing culture 
feels really friendly to me. And it felt really warm. It just felt like this moment of like polite recognition of like seeing someone. But beyond that, I really liked the experience of taking things with two hands. I felt like it slowed down transactions to like take money with two hands. Like it felt less grabby. And I realized like how much when I'm like doing things here, like I'll go to like our grocery store and people like hand me the change or whatever. And I just grab it with one hand and shove it in my pocket. And it just feels like this felt like it just gave it a moment of intention, even though like mm. it wasn't like a meaningful moment, like nobody's lives were changed in it. It just felt like everything <laughs> felt like a little, it just had, there just felt like there was like some sort of like respect, kindness built into everything. And I felt um. like it made me kind of slow down a little bit too. Cause I tend to have like a pretty quick brain to be like, no, no, I need to like get both hands out, take both things, kind of, you know, like show some courtesy. And I, I really liked that. And so just mm. kind of being aware of some of like, just like the smaller, not that I'm like going to be like, oh yeah, I crushed it. I'm sure I offended people left and right. Hopefully not. But like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like I was like this like cultural savant, but there was just like, yeah, there's some nuances that you can do that just felt like it was respectful. Making sure you're not taking up all the space on the subway, making sure you're not like talking super loudly in spaces where no one else is talking loudly. Like that all just felt like, you know, kind of like good common sense to do. Mm. Yeah. Good points. Awesome. So like you said, a bunch of times, it was a very short trip. Yeah. <laughs> so there must be a lot of stuff you didn't get around to doing. Um, so do you have like ideas about things you are definitely going to do the next time you're there? And like, will there be repeat things that you definitely want to do again? Okay. So I'm planning right now. So, okay. We have two, like two separate goals. So Bronte, my daughter really wants to return and she wants to do like some sort of home exchange. And so I don't know what the likelihood is because of like schooling systems and things like that. Like, I'm not sure kind of what mm. that looks like, but we're going to start to explore it a little bit. I know she would really like to do something like that. Um, but mm. barring that, I would like to go back and I would like to go back for like a longer chunk of time um potentially significantly longer like get an apartment for a couple of months or something like that um yeah but for right now I'm kind of talking about going back being kind of basic but going back in 2025 um around the time that BTS is looking to come back because they're uh, like their yeah. best and so yeah I've been talking with a friend about we're going to go in June 2025 and like get it planned oh, now um amazing but what I would like to do, I think first length does matter. Like going short felt really fun and it felt empowering and it felt like it fit just given like my schedule right now. It like was nice to just know like, oh, I can go, like I could just do it. And it felt cool without like, it kind of demystified, like you don't need to build this up and make it a big thing. Like you could just kind of, especially being on the West coast. Like I was like, you can kind of just duck over quickly. It's a long plane ride, but like you can do it. Yeah. Um, But I like to be more not lazy, but I like to be less scheduled. I like to just kind of see the happen. I like to be a happenstance traveler who just can kind of be like, let's walk around and see what comes up today and like what looks good and what feels fun. So I would like to build in a lot more time for that just to see like, yeah, like that art gallery looks cool or that like, I didn't go to like, Megan was like, what cool cafes did you go to? I'm like, I didn't go to a single cafe. I was like, I didn't even have time. Like I was like, they didn't open till 10 by 10. I was like, <laughs> off and going I didn't have time to like sit down I was like I'll go to a convenience store but I'm not going to like sit down and do like the full cafe so I'd like some time to just kind of like chill to be at parks like I said that one park I went to was really fun um I would really like to get I'd like to spend a lot more time in the city and being like going around the greater city and going to like along the river a lot more but I'd like to go out into the countryside I'd love to go to Pusan I'd love to go to 
Jeju Island, but I'd love to just like get a car and just like drive around. Like I, I mean, this is, it's not a big country to just get a car and just drive around would be super fun. I think. Yeah. It's okay to not be cool. okay. Camper van and just like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. also like, so, cause I know you, you like, you like camping as well, right? Leah? I think yeah, I, and I would love I to do like a yeah. hospital playlist style camping. Yeah. Like, like, oh, Korean, yeah. Korean camping just looks so bijou. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, it's so cool. Like we do prop, like not proper, but we do like British camping. Cramping is just very, um basic and rainy oh yeah um like australians when i first like got together with my husband even coming from the u.s where we have switchbacks and i would like be used to going hiking and you like go what what a, what a, what a switch put it like so the trail goes back and forth so you kind of go up but like you kind of go up like a little more slowly in australia they're like no we just walk straight up the thing like, oh yeah no- yeah we just walk straight up the thing yeah yeah, yeah there's no yeah, yeah 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 okay right that's a <laughs> there's back, no right, yeah. there's no like meandering like you just go up <laughs> yeah and so but yeah, I would like to, um, yeah, so I'd like to spend a lot more time in Seoul itself, but I'd like to spend, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would just love to go back and just kind of like, yeah, wander. Mm. That's yeah. great. It does. Same. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking that, you know, when you said about like uh, Seoul being more mountainous than you had um, anticipated, and I was thinking it just took me straight to Chloe. And, you know, when she's she's sitting on that mountain trying to, trying to see North Korea through oh. her binoculars, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it took me straight to the end of my liberation notes. Mm. Um, you know, the brother like discovers like the history and the mountains yeah. in Seoul. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I can see that for sure. And I think for me, I guess I just heard so much. And I I mean, I know it's real and people have like have to deal with the impact a lot. But the fine dust, I think I was just expecting it to feel Mm. more like that. So we just got. And so I also feel very spoiled. So if I go back and it's not like perfect blue sky, I was like, no problems (laughs) here. It's like beautiful. Yeah. And also. The, and and the heat really it does make a difference it mm. like mid june through you know the end of summer it's it it is um uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i want to do snowy soul i think as well like mm. um yeah i would like to experience snowy soul i want like a big massive i am not a robot coat with a fur, fur <laughs> i think it'd be fun to go skiing like yeah i would do yeah, I just mm. feel like I would like to go. Yeah, I'd like to go. Well, I just want to go a lot now. Now I feel like I've like broken the seal too. And so yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just seal. want to go a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> you should do a yearly thing. You'd be like, your yearly trip to Seoul. You could be oh, one of those people. Seoul, oh, yeah. yeah. Can't afford not to, remember? You go and you go with your skincare. <laughs> I know, totally. You're saving money. And also just like, I, like getting K-pop, like getting K-pop CDs. And then I don't know, like korean vogue magazines have like you know like bts on the cover or whatever i was like these things like to buy them and get them shipped are like 50- i mean i've spent stupid money before like, <laughs> to get like a magazine 60 dollars and then i'm there and there it's like oh. nine dollars i'm like again my girl bath i'm like i can't afford not to be here no exactly <laughs> yeah we didn't ask you about that actually did you do a lot of shopping was there any kind of merch kind of uh recommendations that you've got 
Um, I did some shopping for my co-host and I still have not gotten together to get to the post office and send it. So I have some really fun surprises for both of them, which I'm oh, really excited awesome. for them to get. So they need, are, you, are they unboxing on a pod? You need to unbox on a pod. Need to unbox yeah, on a pod. that'd be great. That would be and great. so I have like two full boxes sitting on my bed and I just need to like get over myself oh my and get to the post office. I um, have the same problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm supposed to send this Barbie to, to Sarah and it's in a box and I just <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I've got Barbie. I've got Barbie. He was I... wanting it for Christmas. Grace, no, I was only joking. Yeah. Was joking. No, I totally I've got the Barbies. Um so one place I went shopping that was just fun that felt okay. Two places I went and both of these are like nothing reinventing the wheel. I enjoyed going to an olive young if it wasn't busy. Like, because some of them were just too frenetic that it was like yeah. no point. Mm-hmm. Like, one wasn't mm-hmm. busy where you could like try in all the stuff, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Then, like, that was always fun. And then, um, I did go to like the 12 story Daiso. Um, oh, in Myeongdong. nice. Yeah. That wasn't open when I was there. So, it was oh. pretty rad. I have to say, it was pretty. <laughs> like, what we really stories. stocked up on that we've been using a lot in our house, you cannot tell today, but we stocked up on curlers like roller curlers oh, oh i like... bought those in korea as well like the big long ones that you yes. can you and know walk so around cheap. in all day we got we got the big ones we got like little like kind of spiky ones i got so many yeah. cur- like so many curlers. <laughs> um and then my daughter um like her aesthetic it was just so funny i was like how many more shops can we go to like and i like brown and beige a lot they're like my favorite colors but i'm like how many more shops can we go to with beige sweaters i don't know because like, we feel like hong day and it was like every shop was like cute crop top beige sweaters oh that was the thing right <laughs> <laughs> did you and did you see some street music when you're in hong day the day that there were like street performances when you were there because i, I didn't saw make one hong day. yeah i saw one person doing like acoustic guitar singing and that he was great and then we saw two different dance troops one girls one guys oh that's so cool yeah, yeah. awesome um yeah, and one thing i did not do because i don't know it hit like i think you know like i said there's just sometimes like you just get overwhelmed by something and then you're like ah and like run out but something that left a big impression on me was the optometry is you can just go in and do your optometry shopping like you don't need mm-hmm. to like, go to, like a middleman and mm-hmm. so um i kind of did want to go in and just get like a bunch of fun colored contacts and things like that and then i just kind of was like oh i feel like when i thought about doing it i'm like no i feel overwhelmed i'm not going yeah. <laughs> that that's another thing though that's another thing where you're basically saving money going to korea yeah i mean like, like you're, yeah yeah you yeah. can't you want gla- you- like if you need glasses <laughs> glasses go get or contact yeah glasses yeah you're safe you are saving <laughs> the money. trip yeah you're saving money the trip the pays trip for, itself for itself with your at that point. optometry and skincare needs yeah Absolutely. I think we should title this podcast How Going to Korea Can Save You Money. Yeah. <laughs> girl math, girl math and soul. <laughs> and also, like, again, alcohol is stupid cheap. Like, oh, yeah. Did you, get to to, did you get to go to a Pojong Matcha? Because I thought that was one of the things that you wanted to do. I did. So I walked past a bunch, but there was a night that there was a bit of a calamity and I did not go. Um, so I walked past a bunch the night that I had a little bit of a calamity and right. did not go, but I saw them. Yeah. And just because this pod is going over long, I'll just say in a nutshell, what the calamity was, was I made a very big mistake. Grace knows this story. So I was like, <laughs> about it. There, when you're with your parents in Seoul, 
it is a good idea to stay in a group if you want to meet back up later. Like if you're going to be out for the day, that's fine. Yeah. But they were being really nice. We'd done like a lot of shopping and Bronte and I were like weighted down with bags. My phone died. Our battery packs were dead. Like it was a like <sighs> all the ADHD had happened. Like everything was dead. <laughs> all the shopping was happening. But I had booked us this special tour. It was a moonlit tour to go to Chongdeokgung. Chongdeokgung. Oh, is it? Yes. Was it Chongdeokgung? The one yeah. with the secret garden? Chongdeokgung oh, with okay. the secret garden. So I had gotten tickets. They had them just for foreigners. We were there during like a cultural week. And there was a Friday uh, night that was just for foreigners where you could get like, they sold like a hundred tickets to go in at night and do this like yeah. moonlit tour. People were going to be in costume, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this will be amazing. Yeah. So I was like, they were like, well, you don't want to carry all that there. And I'm like, not really, but like we can. And they were like, well, we kind of want to go back to the hotel. Um, But we were like on the other, like we weren't super close to the hotel. Like we were, it was going to take like probably a half hour to get back. And they're like, but we'll go back. We kind of want to go back. We'll take all your things back. We'll charge up the phone. We'll just meet you in front of that palace at like 630. And I was like, okay, like I'm writing it down for you. You're going to get in the taxi. You're going to show it to the taxi driver. Like you don't need to navigate. Just get in the taxi. Be like, this is the place. Let's go. <laughs> Um, I was at the plate, like we got there early and we were waiting. It's beautiful. Like it was all set up. Like the, like candles were all out. People were, it was like full, um, like Joseon drama too. Like people are in like the full, like scholar robes. Like they, they had all these uni That's students. Like, dressed up. Awesome. awesome. And so I'm like, this is gonna be rad. So we're waiting outside. It was kind of cold. And so we're just kind of like in the big square, like brr, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then I'm like, okay, like, oh, it's like it's almost 6.30. It starts at 7. They're not here yet. It's okay. Like, maybe some traffic. And it's like 6.45, 6.50, 6.55. And I just was like, oh, my God, something. Like, I'm like, it's going to be like, I'm going to have to experience hospital playlists. Like, they've gone to the hospital. Something's happened. Like, I don't know what. I've got to figure this out. I have no way to contact anyone. I don't have my phone. Oh, no. Bronte is devastated because she wanted to do this palace tour so bad. And she's like, oh, oh, we can't do it. And she was getting all, like, whacked out. And so I was like, okay. I'm like, they're probably there. They still could be coming. Maybe like there's just a mistake. Yeah. I'm going to get you in on the tour and I'm just going to wait out in front because I can't go on the tour because my parents will come not find me. Yeah. And so I was like, you do the tour. Mm. I'm the good mom. You do it. And I'll wait. <laughs> I didn't realize the tour was three hours long. <laughs> so off she goes like, yay. And like runs in. And I'm like, I'll just stand <laughs> out here. It's just like so dark so cold no one's coming i wasn't like dressed for it people start, like <laughs> the scholars started coming out with like little hand warmers and being like oh! turning off all the lights and like there was big language barriers and i was just like i don't know what i'm doing so basically three hours later bronte comes out was like that was the best thing i did the whole trip i was like fantastic <laughs> i am i was genuinely glad i was genuinely happy but i was also like well we have no idea where grandma and grandpa are like we have to figure this out so yeah. I was like, hopefully they just are at the hotel. Something happened and they're at the hotel. Yeah. So we go back to the hotel. I knock on the bedroom door because we had like separate rooms next door. My dad opens. I'm like, oh, there you are. Like, what happened? My mom falls to the ground sobbing. My dad is like staggering around like just they were like, you're alive. I'm like, we were oh. waiting there the whole time. There's another palace. Oh. Maybe like oh. a kilometer away right they're very similar in name yes. like mm. very very similar i'd have to look up and see the name of it but it was like was it changbokjong <laughs> oh, let's see so changdeokgung were... is where you were meant to be yeah changdeokgung is where i was meant to be changdeokgung was 
So Chondak Gong, Chongyung Gong. And these are my parents who are like 70. <laughs> and so they went there. And then when they went there, there was a moonlight tour there. Oh, However, no. because, it was this, because it was this cultural week. So I think all the palaces had all different the palaces ones. Had midnight one. Right. And so oh. when they went to this one, it was like a corporate event, though. So they were like, no, no, you can't get in. This is like a special corporate. Oh, no. So they just yeah. were like waiting. They were getting scared. The other thing that had happened is, um, you know, they kind of went on more of like a, a histor- war historical trip, I'd say. Like they went to the DMZ, they went to the um, like the like the war museum. And then that day they had gone to um, the Women in War Museum, which was all about like comfort women and things like that. And it had been like yeah. really impactful for them. But they oh, kind wow. of had like some of those ideas on their mind, too. So I think they were like mm. our, my daughter and her daughter have been like abducted and like sold into sexual slavery. Like they were like, we don't know what's happened. Something like they were in like bad spaces in their mind. And so they were like really, really, really scared and like just about to lose it and probably call the police. when we got back and I was like the one who was like kind of annoyed like well, where were you? And so my dad was just like, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like. On the phone was a ticket for you to get in. Like, did you never just open up and look at your ticket? Like, I don't understand. Then he was like, ticket? I'm like, yeah, the ticket, like, that I told you that was on your phone, the ticket. Oh, no. (laughs) And he's like, oh. And then my mom said something, which is the words to live by, which is, why did you tell your dad? He is a man. (laughs) You should have told me. Because my dad panicked, completely forgot he had ticket. Like, he could have showed it to the ladies and like this. And they would have been like, no, no, like, right over here, you know. (laughs) nope oh gosh (laughs) oh so that was the night that we yeah saw the tents everything looked really fun but i was way too busy trying to get to oh Oh, i feel for you all oh sorry yeah but bronte had a good time there right (laughs) and then that night so i was like that was kind of a bust like my last night in seoul i like froze my ass off in a square for three hours and basically tried to meditate (laughs) I was like, I'm going to go find like the site because we were like pretty close to Itawan. I was like, I'm going to go find like, you know, the, the spots from the drama. Yeah. And then I started walking and I was like, I'm really tired. And then I saw like the alley, like, because it was really cl- We were right by Halloween time. And so like the alley, we had like a lot of memorial stuff from like. Oh, the whole of course. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. right. Feels- I was like, no, oh, this feels like a bummer. Like, I, I don't want to like, I'm just going to like be quiet. Go buy some like $1 soju and go back to my room. <laughs> <laughs> It is oh. so cheap though. <laughs> One dollar. So so yeah. And they have a lot more sugar free options, which I don't feel like we get as much access to. We get a lot of like the super yeah. ones. Yeah. And the sugar free ones are actually, I think, better. Good point. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I discovered that to my dismay because I did not want it to be sugar free. I was like, this, uh, this tastes funny. What is wrong with this? Yeah. Because the ones that yeah. I feel like I can get like, easily are like very heavily flavored like you know they have like a green grape flavor or a plum flavor yeah, and so they're yeah. okay it's just like super super sweet yeah yeah no I was I was trying to get just regular soju and I, I picked one that had like a pink label and apparently they like market it <laughs> like to women like this this is the soju you have when you're on a diet or something like that diet know. soju I love it yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, this feels like like an 80s commercial with like Snackwell cookies and like pink pink <laughs> I know, I know, right, right. Okay, so this this palace name, just just so um we can get some pronunciations, it's Changkyung Kung. 
Chang Kyung Kung versus mm. Chang Tok Kung. Mm. Uh, it's the other one. Um, and then uh, just because you you said it a few times, it's Gangnam. Gangnam for that um, area just south of the yeah of the river. Yeah. So, and I don't think I would. It was I did like being south of the river, but I think I would stay north of the river. Same, same. South of the river feels less like neighborhoody. It feels yeah. more like office buildingy. I'd be curious, like I kind of was curious what it would be like to go over more like by like the Seoul Forest area, like keep going down mm. the river a little bit. It looked like yeah. it could be, but that was just from like what I was like looking at with my eyeballs when I was like going over bridges. And the bridges were so great. I love the bridges. And I love that like you can yeah. walk over all the bridges really easily. Um mm-hmm. didn't do enough Han River stuff. Like I I that was another thing that didn't get done on the list, but the the Yoido, I think, is it Yoido Park that's by the Han mm. River. I really wanted yeah. to go do that. Yeah, yeah so many things, so many, things. so many things. Yeah, I went with children, so I really didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to. Have, you'd have a totally different experience. I mean, it could be really cool. I think like sometimes yeah. going with kids can be fun because you get to have like yeah, yeah, conditions. absolutely. Much more animal heavy. <laughs> Much more animal heavy. That's what my one would be. And a lot more. Yeah, I yeah, I had that thing. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so lovely to speak to you, Leah. Thank you so much for coming on our thank pod. You. Sharing thank your you. trip and with thank us. Thank you very much for being. Um, I am still really working on pronunciation. I have gotten better at least at reading Hangul, which is good. I'm I'm Yay. probably like 50% of the way there. But um but yeah, yeah. And, and and the pronunciation tips are not like just for you. It's just so that no, no. In general, I don't want to be giving. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be giving into people's heads with any of my pronunciation. That's why I was like being like careful. Was because I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be like misrepresenting. And so, yeah. um, yeah. So thank you because yeah, I always am like yeah. I as much as I like yeah, I just really don't want to like yeah have people walk away repeating my bad habits. <laughs> No, but you know everyone's trying hard <laughs> yeah it's all good. right so thanks so much leah we'll speak to you again soon all right thank you thank thanks. you bye. bye thank you for listening we hope you've enjoyed our pod follow us on our instagram at afternoona asks or our website www.afternoonaasks.com our network studio afterglow brings you more podcasts for your enjoyment. To get more K-drama content from a writer's lens and listen to your K-romance guides, check out Afternoon of Delight. For any BTS fans out there, Afternoon of Army is here for thinky, thirsty, and over 30 takes on Army Life. Or check out It's Bananas, the podcast where we build an appetite for juicy living with your host, Becky Onesta. She explores how tasting new and diverse fruits can lead to self-discovery, joy, and connection. If you want to hang with us and other K-drama fans, do consider joining us on Afternoon at Delight Patreon. There are different levels for you to access, and it's a lot of fun. Go to www.afternoonadelightpodcast.com to sign up. Finally, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to contact us via socials or our email, afternoonatasks at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, 다음에 또 만나요.